faith, prayer, and the Bible. When life gets so difficult, when life is complicated, when life is challenging, how do you seek God? Well, before even we get to the life challenging and the life difficult, but what about everyday life? Every day, when there's no challenge, when there are no complications, how do you seek God? Welcome to our episode on Friday Voice Imprint, where we teach, inspire, and encourage each other on this Christian faith about seeking God, praying, increasing our faith, igniting our faith. I want to remind you, I am your host, Joy Kitanga Dash Davo, and Dash is not my last name. It's just the way I get to make this podcast and this audio and this videos and what I do so much fun because by the time I finish, my husband will be like, what's up with the Dash? I want to welcome you to our podcast and to our listener. I want to say thank you for every time you click that button and listen to our message. It encouraged me. It inspired me to keep on going, to keep on doing. So thank you to our listener. We have reached at least three countries around the globe. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, all listeners, to all our listeners, supporter on Instagram on Facebook, on YouTube, and here on Voice Imprint. I want to remind you of our our purpose, our goal, our, our, our themes as we walk this journey of faith together, that we are here together to ignite our faith. Yes, ignite our faith, strengthening our prayer life, deepening our love for God, and walk with confidence. While we're on this journey, let us walk with confidence. And then I'll say my hope, my hope, and I hope is your hope as well. By the time we finish our journey on earth, or even this weekend, we don't need to wait to the end of the year, the days, that we will already develop an indomitable spirit. I want to welcome you to our episode where we're going to be talking about seeking God. I'll be right back. Get your paper, get your pen. And as you get your pen and your paper, share this message and follow on whatever platform you are connected. Thank you again for your support and I'll be right back.
Great is your faithfulness, almighty God. We thank you, we bless you, we glorify your holy name, Lord. This is the day you said, O oh Lord, made by you. Father, thank you for our listener. Thank you for each woman whose life has been impacted, Lord. Thank you, Father God, for every seed that has been planted. Thank you, Lord. I bless you, mighty God. Thank you for the strength to be here today. Father, as the listener and as the speaker, God, I pray, let the word of my mouth and the meditation of all of our heart be acceptable and pleasing to you. Lord, do it your way, not my way, but your way. As I speak, as I share from my heart, Lord, as I remember those that have gone before me, those that are coming after me, Lord, I pray for that passion. I pray for that wisdom. I pray for that understanding. Grant us understanding to do your word, your will, and to pa and to follow the path that you have laid for us faithfully. Thank you, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. And all the people of God say, Amen. This week, this week, in, we started a program called Prayer Chain. And this prayer chain is a uh, purpose is simply to seek God, to seek God through prayer. And as we prepared for this prayer chain, it's going to be for a while. So if you would like to join us, feel free to join us. When we started, the Lord put a scripture on my heart that will be our foundation for the journey of this prayer chain. And this scripture, there are two scriptures that he gave me, but one that I want to speak about today concerning how do you seek God in the challenging time when you're sick, when your household feels like it's chaos, when you feel like you're about to lose it, and maybe you don't need to wait until you feel like you're exhausted and about to lose it to start seeking God. Because actually, to be to be honest, and the truth and of, of the matter, to begin to seek God at that time, mm, it's almost like I would say it's a little late in the game, right? It's not. It's not impossible. I didn't say it's impossible. I said it's a, it's a little late in the game. You want to learn to seek God before mountains start start going wild, before there's a snowstorms, before there are any crazy thing. Because when those things arrived, you want to be at the place where seeking God is not an emergency. Mm, I like that. Let me say that again. You want to be able to develop strategically and passionately your desire to seek God so that seeking God does not become an emergency. 
We don't seek God in emergency. Every now and then when I pray with my team, with our group, uh, with the Praying Women 365 and uh, Circle, I always remind God, even when I pray for somebody, I say, God, this is an emergency situation. But coming into your presence, it's not an emergency. I'm not here on a, on here praying, asking you as a, as a urgent, as a Lord, this gotta be done. No, I am coming into your presence knowing that I already have a routine. And now my situation may be an emergency needing a helper, a savior, an assistant, a transformation, a game changer to come and intervene. I need an authority other than mine that you have given me, booster, the booster energy to allow me, Father God, to stand in, in your authority and not the authority and the anointing you gave me. So this scripture that we started this prayer chain with is Jeremiah 29, 13. If you're familiar with Jeremiah 29, it is actually a letter to the what? To the exile. The Israelite are where? Are exile. And, and they're experiencing all kind of uh, trauma all kind of injustice all kind of uh, of of hopelessness if you can say it that way and here jeremiah receive a message the lord writes a letter to the people that are suffering if you are in this situation right now suffering hurting maybe there's an illness or maybe financial situation, or maybe you're, you're having a dispute in your marriage. It could be as simple sometimes as maybe you just don't feel like going to work today. <laughs> Amen, somebody. It could be that simple, the, the stress of it, the, 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 the affliction of it. Whatever form of affliction that you are experiencing, whether internally or externally, this is a letter that the Lord is writing to you and I. And we are familiar with Jeremiah 29, 11, where he says, For I know the plans that I have for you. He's reminding them that even in your suffering, I still have a plan. Don't be discouraged. Don't be dismayed because my plan for your life is not for you to end in pain and suffering. It is not for you to experience whatever you're experiencing. My plan is to give you what? To give you hope, to give you a future, and to prosper you. It has not changed. That's what he's saying. It has not changed. We're, I, I was so familiar with this one and until I started reading in uh, Jeremiah. I read the whole book and I was so excited just indulging it and enjoying the scripture of the book of Jeremiah. Then I got to this part, which is also the focus of the prayer chain that we are doing in the month of August. He says this in Jeremiah 29, 13. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. 
These are the people, remember I said earlier, are feeling helpless. The heart is discouraged. Where is our God? Where is God? Maybe that's you asking this question. I have my moment where I ask God, where are you? This helplessness, hopelessness, and, and their heart is discouraged. And the Lord said, you will seek me and you will find me when you do it with all of your heart. As I was leading the prayer one of these morning on this, uh, actually the first day on Monday, because we're doing this prayer Monday to Friday, 5 a.m. And also next week, we're going to be doing it 9 p.m. And as we are praying, it occurred to me that God is saying, to seek Him, you have to do it with all of your heart. You cannot seek God partially or I feel like it or I don't feel like it. No, it has to be with all of your heart. So I, I pause there. I say, what does it mean? Like, Lord, to seek you with all of our heart. And he begins to teach us. I start going through scriptures that are talking about the heart. But before I get there to the scriptures that are talking about heart, I want to talk about the most interesting thing that right on the page in my journal that I was taking notes. At the top, it has a quote. I don't know if you know who Confucius is. I don't know who he is. But when I Google, it says that I did not know before. And But when I Google him, it says he's a Chinese philosopher. I don't agree with his philosophy and principle, but I was captured by the by this quote that is exactly on the page that I am about to take my note for this what for this prayer chain in my journal. The quote says this Whenever you wherever you go, go with all your heart. Wherever you go, go with all your heart. Why wherever you go, go with all of your heart? Because I believe when we go somewhere with all of our heart, even when we prepare for a job, when we prepare to do something, when we do it with all of our heart, the likelihood of experiencing doubt decrease. When we go somewhere with all of our heart, we're putting our best effort. When we're going, when we want to do something with all of our heart, we, we're thinking, we're living, we're breathing, we are committed. It's a commitment thing. It is not a, a maybe, what if, I should try this, I should go this. No, when we go somewhere, as Confucius says, let's not get confused, right? <laughs> Confucius, confusing. All right. So the philosopher, the Chinese philosopher say, when you go somewhere, go with all of your heart. All of your heart. Don't go double-minded. Because what happened when you go double-minded, you will get to a place where you will begin to question, do I really deserve to be here? 
Or maybe you will begin to question something like, am I really good for this? You begin to develop these questions that has to do with insecurity. When you go somewhere, wherever you go, go with all of your heart. My pastor last Sunday preached about distraction. And uh, in, in, he had three points. I want to share the last point, right? You can go on, uh, on our, on our first Baptist of Atlanta here in Georgia. Whoop, whoop. Uh, shout out to our pastor, Anthony George, Dr. Anthony George, our pastor there. He preached a message about distraction. And, uh, and the last part of the three point, he says this, know your yes. So that when something that is not in line with you, you will know to say no. And I thought that was interesting and powerful. It stayed with me till today. Remember I told you, I said, when we're listening to our sermon, you got to pick up things that you stick with you and use it daily. Know your yes. Know your yes, so that whenever something that comes that is not in line with you, you will know to say no. But if you don't know your yes, meaning your heart, you have not made up your mind, you are not in it with all of your heart, many things will come, thrown opportunities and wonderful things will come left and right. Oh, this, maybe I should do that, you know, a call. It could be as simple for us women. You know that you're supposed to do laundry, maybe clean up and teach the kid. And suddenly you get a call. And that call is your girlfriend you're going to be talking to. And you know that that means two hours on the phone. So you didn't know how to say your no to not pick it up. Know your yes so that when something that is not in line with your purpose, with what you said yes to, come, you have the authority and the power to say no. Go full in. When you seek me, seek me with all of your heart. That means when we begin to seek God, I hope you begin from a place of plateau where there's no drama, trauma, mama, everything going on. You begin from a place where I'm cool. Life is okay. Let me learn how to seek God. You begin with first identifying the status of your heart. What is my heart? The word of God says this in Proverbs. Proverbs 4, he says this, right? Guard your heart diligently because the, what, the things of life spring from it. Guard your heart because the things of life spring from it. So if the things of life are springing from there and God is saying, seek me with all of your heart, it means that as everything is springing out of your, out of your heart, let it be of me. I may not feel like it this morning. I may feel discouraged a little bit. I may feel tired. 
but I'm going to give you still God my best because I've said yes to you. Because I've said yes, that this is the way. Because I've said yes, I will give you. He says, seek me with all of your heart. Meaning that go deep in my heart. Meaning that I'm giving my best. Knowing that uh, the issues of life, the things that are springing out of my heart, are things that are in line with my yes to my father. Proverbs 23, 26, it says this, my son. Give me your heart and let your eyes keep to my ways. I love the King James Version. The new King James Version says what? Let your eyes observe my way. The English Revised Version says what? Let thy eyes delight in my way. In other words, when I give God my heart, my eyes will begin to contemplate his goodness. Mm, this is so good. When I give God my heart, I begin to seek him with all of my heart. I will begin to see the goodness of God. I will begin to delight in the things that he already said. That means my vision, my eyesight, my the way I see life. The, have you... Have you ever seen those people or know, you probably know those people in life and there is chaos all over and there are peace and still like you don't know what that get even on your nerves. <laughs> it's like, why are, you, why are you so still? Come on. Can't you panic like me? And they're like singing Kumbaya. Jesus with all his heart given to the father. The storm is raging. The disciples are panicking. The gospel writer himself say that what? Water was gashing over the boats. They were swinging life and death in the midst of the storm. And yet Jesus, whose heart was pursuing the father whose heart was in the father was deep asleep when you seek me seek me with all of your heart so i can understand it makes sense to me why to seek god during difficult time can be hard why because at this time the situation have already grabbed my heart the situation had already affected my heart. So it become harder. Remember, he says what? Proverbs says what? When you give me your heart, your eyes will delight on me. So right now, because the situation is already blurting my mind, is already blurting my heart, I can't feel, I can't see, I can't think. Everything that is going to bubble up, springing out of my heart, is anxiety anxiousness, worry, um, frustration, because what? The situation, the challenge, the circumstance has grabbed my heart. Let not your heart be troubled, the Lord says. Let not your heart be troubled. Trust in the Lord. How do you seek God? You seek God, not when the trouble is there. 
You begin one day at a time, training your heart to be still in the Lord, training your heart to know that he's still God, training your heart to trust and to know that they, he is the only answer. The Lord said to the, to the exile, and he said that to us today, you will find me when you seek me with all of your heart. I want to end with this, Matthew 5, 8. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God, the pure in heart. It is with a pure heart that we begin to see God. As the Lord Jesus speak on the, spoke on the mountain, the beatitude, he said, you want to see God? Consider first the things that are in your heart. Pray about those things that are in your heart. Is there unforgiveness? Are there grudges? What, is, what are the things that are lingering in your heart? And take them to the Father in prayer. Seek me and you will find me when you seek me with all of your heart. Father God, thank you, Lord, that our situation is not hopeless. Our situation is not helpless. Our situation does not need to end this way, Lord. You are the answer. And you know, we will find the answer, Lord, when we begin to seek you first. You said in your word, Jesus said, seek the kingdom of God first and his righteousness and all the other things will be added unto us. Thank you, Father, for those who have been on this prayer chain this week, Lord God. For those that are joining next week in the journey of learning to seek you, Father God. We want to see you. We want to experience you. In this, in this time, in this, in this year, 2023, when all things around us seems confusing, chaotic, God, there's still hope. And we're asking you, Lord God, that you will teach us, you will strengthen us in our search for you. Thank you for the scripture that tells us, oh God, that when we do it with all of our heart, we will find you. Thank you, Abba Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Alright friends, that's closing of our time together. Happy Friday again. Remember, this is the voice imprint 
where we are transitioning from a week end to the weekend. Find your rest this weekend. Find time to enjoy the Lord's Sabbath. Enter into His Sabbath. Enter into His presence. Enter into that place where you know you will be renewed because that's what the Sabbath is. And if you have enjoyed this podcast, I ask you that you will share with those that you love, that you know who need this message. And again, thank you for your support, your prayer, and any way of what, that you can contribute or even support. God bless you and have a great, great weekend.